643-17 before 7. Foggy Wednesday morning. We're at the corner of Poitras and Magazine. And from the 8th floor, I cannot see the Crescent City Connection due to the fog. So please slow down and be careful. As it stands now, no restrictions on the causeway. But again, put the lights on and be careful. 20% chance for showers today. Highs of 80. Less humid tomorrow. Highs of 72. Friday, cloudy and cool. Highs of 58. And then Saturday and Sunday is going to be rainy. 80% chance for showers, highs in the upper 50s right now, foggy in the mid-60s. And we're joined by Doug Sinceri, our good friend, attorney, and host of All Things Legal. Happy New Year, Douglas. Happy New Year. Good morning. Hi, you. I am doing great. I'll bet great you, New Year. I'll bet you're doing better than the mayor and Officer Vappi. First of all, I, I feel bad for the individuals got, that got hurt in this. Uh, a divorce is a painful thing. It's not funny, but there were some... Uh, so I guess some some things that were disclosed in the divorce filing, Fox 8 reporting on it, that could mean potential legal trouble for the mayor, right? Yeah, I think uh, definitely so, because uh, there was an amended petition disclosing that the mayor was involved in an adulterous relationship with Jerry, um, uh, Jeffrey Bappy. And the interesting part about that, that's a verified petition. So you, it's being ver- it's not, you know, it's verified under oath or on an affidavit form and is filed into a court record uh, that she had, that she has personal knowledge that they had an adulterous affair. In fact, that verified petition says that he admitted to it. So that opens up a whole Pandora box of possible uh, obvious political issues, but legal issues for the mayor and also Vappy in accordance with his employment at uh, NOPD and, you know, basically malfeasance in office, payroll fraud, uh, a lot of those type of charges are now on the board for uh, Mayor Cantrell, uh, along with all the other problems she has. Let's talk about civil before we get to criminal. Um, it's not a good idea, I guess, to have a relationship with a subordinate at work unless it's disclosed to HR in every way possible. What does the law say about that, Doug? Well, there, there's potential problems. First of all, it's against the internal, you know, internal policies of the city of New Orleans. It's against the internal policies of NOPD to have a sexual relationship with a subordinate without certain disclosures. So that's number one. Number two, you're opening yourself up for some type of employment discrimination, sexual harassment claim. So, I mean, Bappy at some point in the future, um, if his um, employment, you know, if he is fired or, if, you know, he's already been reassigned. And um, if he said that that he participated in a sexual relationship based on the pressure of a uh, of a boss or someone who has supervisory capacity of them, that would open up the city to some type of sexual harassment, employment discrimination claim. And it's generally not a good idea to have that happen in the workplace because it provides a foothold for civil liability for the person, uh, you know, for the boss or supervisors having this relationship with a subordinate. So there's a whole host of potential civil, you know, cause of action issues uh, by the mayor uh, having this uh, apparently sexual relationship with a subordinate employee or personal bodyguard from NOPD. What about the criminal aspects of it in that Pandora's box? Well, th- that's that's very interesting because um, and a lot of the reporting that indicated that uh, uh, Officer Vappi was uh at the uh French Quarter apartment. Uh yes. I mean and and that he was um 
being paid while he was staying there for a long period of time. And, it, you know, the city has not released any type of official duty that he was performing while he was staying apparently alone with uh, Mayor Cantrell during that period of time. If it's determined or if he rolls or he gets some type of immunity and says, I was on the clock and I was having sexual activity with the mayor, that would be payroll fraud. That would be malfeasance. That would be a whole host of charges against the mayor and abusing her office in a criminal fashion. You know, there's some trouble in Detroit um, with the mayor and an aide there. I don't know if you looked into that or not, but I'm just wondering what the differences are, what the similarities are. Well, I, I think that the, 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 the similarities are is the mayor has a uh, supervisory capacity. Now, she has the ability to a certain extent to control the terms and conditions of her employment. She'll have authority over this particular employee. And, you know, where you get in trouble is that you use that authority to uh, define the terms of your personal relationship or maybe define the terms in a way that's not acceptable to the subordinate employee. And obviously, you know, the subordinate employee was married. Uh, the mayor is married. Um, you know, so that leaves the, you know, that leaves the opportunity in the future to maybe for this subordinate employee to say, hey, you know, I really didn't want to have this relationship, but I felt like I need to do this to keep my job. Or uh, some type of, or, you know, the, hypothetically, the mayor indicated that, you know, should be generous with my uh, time mm -hmm. if we had this type of relationship. So, you know, that's, that's just the possible problems that could occur on down the line, especially if, you know, uh, the – you know, whoever's investigating comes to VAPI and says, look, we'll give you immunity, but we want to know what happened or, you know, or have that discussion. Um, those are some of the things that may come out. So among all things, it is incredibly unwise. And I, I mean, I, I don't want to use the word stupid, but it is for a mayor of a city to conduct herself in that fashion because, you know, you always want to stay out the gray area where you're beyond reproach. And this is just, you know, it's just really beyond unwise for the mayor to participate in this, you know, type of behavior where there's even in any type of inquiry. You know, what is her response? You know, what is her, you know, political response to this as far as the inquiries are concerned? If nothing else, it looks horrible to, you know, it just looks horrible to friends, family, and also her constituents. Let me take a break. We'll pick it up here. We come back, and, and we're going to keep it family friendly, Doug. You know, I like to do that in the morning, but uh, I, I just want and and I just wonder if if a defense attorney could say, well, you know, the officer was there, whether they're playing chess or um, reading books or whatever. He's still protecting her. I just wonder where that enters into the malfeasance argument here. Six fifty one nine till seven. You got any questions or comments? Five zero four two six zero one eight seventy. Some, I think, confirming revelations yesterday. I think we all kind of knew what was going on in Pontalba with Officer Vappi and Mayor Cantrell, and now the divorce petition pretty well confirms it. Traffic now. WWL. 
From the Acadian Windows and Siding WWL Traffic Center, I'm Courtney P. Good morning. Fog still a part of our morning commute this morning. You will find pockets of dense fog out there, so just be mindful of delay. I-10 West New Orleans East to downtown. You'll see the brake lights starting at Reed go through the Morrison Curve to the High Rise. I-10 East Kenner to downtown New Orleans. Moderate delay around the airport eases about veterans. Downtown elevated, busy but steady to the flyover. Flyover moderately congested to Business 90. Crescent City Connection West Bank to downtown. You'll see a few brake lights starting at Terry Parkway and easing once you cross the river. Huey P. Long, no delays to report there. I-12 East leaving Madisonville headed to Slidell. Have moderate delay right around exit 63 where there's ongoing construction. Have a traffic tip? Call WWL at 504-260-INFO. 656, call it 657, 3 till 7. Tommy Tucker on a foggy Wednesday morning. Do be careful, please. Talking to uh, our friend Doug Sinceri, attorney and host of All Things Legal, about the revelations from Fox 8, Lee Zurich, um, in a divorce petition. Doug, I'm retaining you as my counsel to make sure I don't say anything wrong, okay? In a divorce right. filing, it became, or uh, a woman identified as Mrs. L.C., whom a source told Fox 8 referred to LaToya Cantrell, was having an affair with Officer Jeffrey Vappi. The petition states that Officer Vappi admitted to the affair, correct? Yes. Okay, so I'm all right legally, and now I'm going to turn it over to you. Is this a federal thing, or is this a state thing, if the mayor is involved with either falsifying Officer Vappi's timesheet and going to my question before the break, and, counselor, keeping it family-friendly, at what point do you draw the line between protecting the mayor and not? And, I, I mean, obviously the video showed her not terribly afraid of walking by herself back to and to and away from the Pontalba. So maybe she needed protection inside. I don't know. What is the legal thing here? Is it a federal crime, a state crime? And then what about the defendant saying, uh, or at least the defense attorney saying, hey, look, he was protecting her. Um. Well, I mean, first of all, the the uh, I think the reporters have asked, what is the legitimate state function or the state function that Vappy was uh, providing at the time they were alone in the um, apartment? The governmental function, they, right? Right, right, and and it's none. So there's been no response to that. So that's that's obviously you know one red flag. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's both state laws and federal laws that uh, basically. Uh, may have been violated. You know, a lot of times when you have uh, a crime that's committed by the transmission of it over, you know, telephone or over the computer, uh -oh. that's more of a, you know, computer, you know, com oh, yeah. that's more federal. And then you have the obviously state uh, uh, crimes also. So I think it's both. I think both could investigate. I don't know to what extent maybe the district attorney is or isn't investigating. Um, it's been reported that, you know, the, the, the FBI is investigating it. Um, it's involving a public official, which often, you know, much like Ray Nagin and uh, his situation, that was under the federal purview as opposed to the state purview. Now, one thing from a pragmatic standpoint is the feds have a lot more resources mm. to throw at. So I would say that if you're going to, as this is being investigated, it's pro primarily going to be dominated by uh, the uh, FBI, you know, feds or FBI. You know, Justice they have Department. A lot more. Yes, because there's a lot more. There's a lot more resources to throw at it, um, and then there's the inspector general. I'm sure he's, uh, they're going to make you know headway with that also. Thank so you, Doug. I appreciate your time. We're out of time. We'll